Welcome to the Rams Post Game Show. My name is Victor Corona, aka Vic the Producer, and <laughs> coming to you live from SoFi Stadium is Gilbert Manzano, who does it for the uh, LA Daily News, uh, Orange County Register. Gilbert, I know it's a somber locker room, another tough loss for the Rams, but where do you want to get us started today? Yeah, it's tough because, you know, I feel like you could just play back the show from last week or the show before that week and the show before that week because it's the same thing every single week, Victor. And I think I start most post-game shows saying it's the same damn thing every single week offensively. And I guess, well, you know, we could start with the Sean McVay. You know, last week it was about making changes. Now he's pretty much pleading for improvements. He admitted he hasn't seen improvements out there. I think like I don't think he wants to point fingers, but he's kind of like, hey, he's trying out there as a coach to scheme plays. And then when the plays are, you know, out there, they're not executing. They're not winning their one-on-one -on -one matchup. So uh, that kind of tells you a lot. And just to summarize how this game went, and, and again, let's just be, let's be real. There was no Matthew Stafford. That hurts. But when Matthew Stafford has been out there, it's been the same kind of thing. There's just this time, there's been two quarterbacks. So uh, at one point, they had Bryce Perkins and Lance McCutcheon together on the field. And that kind of told me, like, they were hoping to recreate some preseason magic. That's how bad it's gotten here. They want preseason magic. They want Wolford on a bootleg to Allen Robinson from training camp. They want what they saw in training camp, what they saw in August, to save their season. The defending Super Bowl champions want summer magic to save their season. So that kind of summarized where they are. And I think they're finally getting to the point where they're, they're saying, yeah, this, not, this team is not a playoff team. So will you come in and be professional and play for pride? So you got guys like Bobby Wagner saying you got to be professional and pride is what you got to come in for. That pretty much tells you without admitting, admitting to it that they're not a playoff team. Yeah, and going off of uh, Matt Stafford not not being able to play today, you knew you knew that they were in for a battle, and sure enough, that's what they got. And Sean McVay looked like, as you as you talked about in your story, that he tried to be innovative with his uh, play calling early on, and then it just seemed to go away. Like there was a uh, a point there where the play calling just wasn't as good as it was because the plays weren't scripted. And I, I love what you said about innovation, that it's no longer there. You said um, it, it that it disappeared. And then, of course, Wolfer and Perkins delivered on three straight, three and outs. And that coincided with that 13-play, 66-yard scoring drive that gave Arizona a 10-3 uh, lead. And and they never looked back. I mean, it was it was pretty pretty bad after that. And I know Rams have, have, have to be really disappointed with the product this year. Uh, I mean, at, at least you can say that you won the Super Bowl and this was the price you paid for it. And, you know, you can start to go the rest of the season to try and see and evaluate what you have for next season. Yeah, you know, Going off of all that with the offense and, you know, one, one thing I remember from my conversation with Rob Havenstein, the right tackle for the Rams, team captain, he kept going back on the three consecutive three and outs after the after the scripted plays. I think, what was it, 14 plays, something like that. They get a field goal, don't get a touchdown, but which is kind of a theme here for this team here. Uh, but they get three consecutive three and outs. And Rob Havenstein kept saying, like, man, those three and outs are killer. And the crazy part, like, it was better than last week. Last week they had eight three-and-outs, and this week they only had, like, three or four. Uh, but, you know, you know what they did again? 
They were held under 300 total yards one more time, 256 yards. They were held under 70 rushing yards one more time uh, with 66, I think. And they got 32 rushing yards on the first drive, Victor. That's half of them because they were scripted. They were creative. And after that, they went away. And then I made that during that uh, the three punts there. You know what happened in between the John Wolford fumble? There was a touchdown from Arizona before that. Touchdown from Arizona after that. So with this offense, they can't really make up deficits. So after that, that was pretty much your ball game. So I think you have a good point there, Victor. So again, like this team can't play from behind. And imagine trying to do it without Stafford now. Uh, so I, I get it. I, I think the funny thing, like they couldn't settle or pick on a, a running back, right? Like they got another one today, Kyron Williams. Same thing. The thing with the quarterback, pick one. You know, <laughs> I know the whole they're trying to do something with, with Bryce Perkins, like. I would have wanted to see more Bryce Perkins and John Wolford. I know most people who support the Rams, you know, the fans are, are, are feeling the same way as me. Uh, but I don't know. John Wolford, you know, tried out there. You know, he had, he had a nice play to, to Allen Robinson. That's about it. He had a couple overthrows. And then the crazy part, Victor, you're going to ask me right now. I just saw a report from Rap Sheet. Cooper Cup, three catches, negative one yard. When your best player, your one consistent spot does that, you're not going to win a game. Yeah, and 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 we'll get to the injury. I want your update, but I just want to go back a little bit to some of the points that you made because one of the things that stood out to me post game um, was was your tweet with from uh, Shung May Bay because they're they're at three and six right now, and he said we just got to be able to do a better a better have a better product out there, start to see some improvement, and that's a challenging thing. There has been there hasn't been examples of that occurring, so. I mean, it, it goes back to to what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks in terms of, of Sean McVay. And I think he's running out of things to be able to bring up in terms of where the season can go. And and I think just like Ram fans, everybody is frustrated at this point, you, you know. And then going back to talking about where Ram fans sit right now in terms of the quarterback situation with Safford out. I, I know a lot of people were asking, like, why are you keeping three quarterbacks at this point if you're not going to use any of them? So that's the other situation we have on our hands here, Gilbert. Yeah, Daniel Calderon said probably the worst performance on offense since 2017. You know, maybe go back a year, uh, Jeff Fisher days. So uh, yes, I think somebody tweeted out for the 77 offensive yards the Rams had in the first half was the lowest ever in the Sean McVay era. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, you know, you have three quarterbacks and they can't, and then maybe they don't even have one good backup. So uh, that's like a roster spot right there. But, you know, Sean McVay tried to recycle some some plays with the Ben Skoranek playing fullback. You know, it worked for a couple of weeks and it worked today. I tried talking to Ben Skoranek. He, he wasn't having it. He wasn't happy today. So, um, you know, I think it's gotten to a point where, like, especially if Cooper Cup misses games, like, time to look ahead. Uh, yeah, Aaron Donald retires his offseason. Daniel Calderon says, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, one thing I'm going to keep going to because it really sticks out to me in my mind. And I'm going to write about I'm going to write about it tomorrow. So I'm going to give away my story. Uh, but I had a one on one conversation with Bobby Wagner and it was time to keep it real. You know, I talked to Bobby Wagner and I, and I say, like, I'm sure you didn't come to L.A. to be on a three and six team. You wanted to come to L.A. to win a Super Bowl, win another one because you want in Seattle. What do you do now? You know, you know, where do you go from here when you're three and six? And maybe you don't want to be looking at the standings because you already know that it's a long, a long way to get out of this hole. And 
And I, I told him, you know, Terrell Lewis, I spoke to Terrell Lewis too. And, and, and Terrell Lewis told me, I'm not used to doing this. I want a lot in Alabama. I want a lot here with the Rams. And then Bobby Wagner is like, I want a Utah State. I don't win a lot. You know, I know what it's like to lose. I, I've been in the NFL for a long time. So what I'm going to tell my teammates come Monday, are you going to come here and be professional and play for pride? I'm, he said, I'm going to make sure. Like, Bobby Wagner's a really calm dude. But to me, he, I felt like he was trying to get me fired up. He looked at me looked at me in the eyes and said, we need to be professional. We need to have, play for pride. So sometimes when you just take it one game approach at a time, I hate saying that because it's a cliche. You never know what happens, you know, but just play for pride. And that's where we are. They won't admit to it that, that, that they're probably not a playoff team. But if you play for pride, you never know what happens because, like you mentioned, Sean McVay said he can't even see improvements, any kind of improvements out there. So uh, he's gone with two quarterbacks, you know, some keepers here, some bootlegs there, Ben's Koranic fullback. It's just not working. Yeah, and one of the things that why you bring in someone like Bobby Wagner is for that veteran presence, and he's showing why you bring someone in like that. You know, um, seeing that leadership and, and right now is is important because you're going to need to develop those players that you want to see going forward the rest of the season as you go into next season. I mean, can they make a run here at three and six? Sure, but I mean, at this point, you're 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 looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, um, we we have to be uh, a professional going forward and and try to develop these players uh, uh, as much as you can. But I wanted to get an update from you in terms of the, the Cooper Cup uh, injury and also uh, anybody talk to Matthew Stafford about how he's feeling, what's the update with him? Yeah, uh, the Matthew Stafford stuff, maybe not too much of an update. I, I think Sean McVay was trying to make it seem like, you know, he was close to playing, but they're going to play it safe, you know, regardless. And, and then John Wolford admitted that he knew by Friday he was going to play. So they, they had their mind made up by Friday that, the, that Stafford had no chance of playing. So we'll see how that happens for next week. Uh, but then Cooper Cup, man, like Sean McVay said he had no update, but then he's like, let me tell you this. It didn't sound good. It didn't look good. And usually when Sean McVay says says that, the player at least misses a couple games. Uh, so, And I think I just saw Ian Rappaport, a, a reporter, said that they're expecting Cooper Cup to miss a couple games. Not the season, uh, but when you're 3-6 and six and you're desperate for a win and your best player, your best consistent player, it won't be available. And maybe your starting quarterback won't be available. It might be time to start looking ahead to next year. And it sounds hard to say for – if you're listening, Rams fan, that you don't think about next year. You think about the current. That's why you trade away your first-round picks. But at some point, you know, be happy like you mentioned, Victor. You'd be happy with the Super Bowl and, and look ahead because, you know, the thing we haven't even mentioned, Victor, the Cardinals were in the same situation. They were a wounded animal. They were desperate. Cliff Kingsbury was on the hot seat or potentially, and they had a backup quarterback too, Colt McCoy. They played better. They executed better. Colt McCoy, I still can't believe he made that throw to Rondell Moore on the fourth down uh, for 26 yards. That pretty much clinched the game. He made a, a big throw, and the, and the receiver made a big-time play. So, And then, you know, a week ago, Jalen Ramsey was trying to, you know, hold the offense accountable. Start looking in the mirror now, Jalen Ramsey, because you're off. I mean, your defense, one takeaway combined in the past seven games, zero takeaways in the past three games. Uh, yes, I know last week we were trying to defend Raheem Morris, but today they could have it when you when you lose to Cole McCoy and you don't come up with game-changing plays. The Cardinals make game-changing plays. J.J. Watt got lucky. They got lucky J.J. Watt didn't get a scoop and score a touchdown. So 
the Cardinals stepped up. That's a team that the Rams had their number, and that pretty much summarizes how the season's going. Yeah, as Daniel Calderon uh, says, without Cub, we should sit the starters and get ready for next season. I mean, that's pretty much the reality that is going on with the Rams right now. Uh, but I wanted to go over some of the the stuff that uh, we saw defensively from the Rams, as you talked about, because you you set me up there, and I hit yeah, with the with the defense. No, 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 that was great. I mean, and so uh, Colt McCoy finishes twenty six of thirty seven for two hundred and thirty eight yards, one touchdown, and then the one that it's a killer because. James Con James Connor came into this game with one touchdown on the season, and he had two, and he carried the ball for 20, 21 times for sixty nine yards. So those those were killers. And then uh, to see Cole McCoy just like uh, throw darts out there and put balls like right on on target was just it, it, it was devastating to see in terms of the defense because those were killers because you were expecting at least with the backups that you have with the Rams to be able to beat someone like Colt McCoy. But, you know, it, it showed that having a proven uh, uh, backup quarterback can really go a long way and and that showed today. Yeah, again, it, you know, like you mentioned, why keep three three quarterbacks if you can't trust two of them? You know, if you keep John Wolf on the roster because, you know, you believe he's better than Bryce Perkins and let him play the entire game. Like, I know I'm going back on the offense here, but uh, – this defense has been the same thing. Like, you know, Ben don't break, but then they're not making game-changing plays. And last week against Tom Brady, that was a good performance. But today against Colt McCoy, you know, De DeAndre Hopkins had that one drive towards the end of the, ha uh, the first half, just willed the team up the up the field for a red zone area. And James Conner did the rest. That that throw, that dart from uh, Colt McCoy, like these guys were making plays. And that's all Sean McVay is asking for at this point. Just make a couple plays, like – you know, Van Jefferson didn't get his first catch of the season until garbage time. He had the touchdown, right? He had a garbage time yes. touchdown. Yes, uh, in the game. He didn't start the game because they were trying to try something with Ben Skoranek at fullback. It didn't work. So uh, I, I was head-scratching to me that Van Jefferson wasn't playing more out there. Uh, Cat Makers had one play. But, yeah, I'm going all over the, feet, over, over the place here. But with the defense, it's – starting to catch up to them when they're seeing their offense struggle week in week out. I think they're starting to get out of it mentally. Uh, and it's up to Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey to make sure these guys don't check out. But uh, let's be real here. Three and six, you play the New Orleans saints here. I, I know the saints are struggling, but do you think the Rams could win that game without Cooper cup? I, I don't know. I don't see it. And at that point, you're three and seven. Yeah. And it's going to be a, it, it's tough, tough sledding going forward because you go to New Orleans and then you go to the Chiefs. So, I mean, it doesn't get any easier, but I wanted to shout out uh, Daniel Calderon again, because he's the one uh, in, <laughs> in the comments and he's one of the ones that is actually, you know, giving us some feedback, which we appreciate. He says Raheem defense got picked apart by McCoy. Yikes. And I mean that he, he's, he's right on. Um, one of the things that I, I kind of wanted to go over with you was uh, aside from from the game plan early on with McVeigh and and of course the the defense the the special teams haven't been great either but I I've really I think one 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 uh one spotlight that has been really good has been the return game with Brian Powell I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on him just just to have some kind of positivity so it doesn't sound all gloomy tonight 
Yeah, if you're doing like an MVP race here for the team, Cooper Cup number one, number two, Matt Gay, the kicker. He makes his field goals. That's cool. Uh, I guess you're seeing more than I am on Brandon Powell, or maybe I'm not paying attention more in the return game because I, I guess they get some decent field position. But like this team needs game-changing plays. Maybe at some point Brandon Powell takes one to the house. Maybe he takes one, you know, cross midfield. So uh, the defense needs to make plays. It, it, it can't just be Cooper Cup and Matt Gay out there every single week. So uh, I guess special teams is doing okay, but at some point it's like. You know, one thing that Sean McVay kept saying today was complimentary football. And that, I think that was his way to finally say, like, what's up, defense? Like, help us out here. Like, uh, we're struggling here. We're frustrated with the offense. We know every week the offense is going to be a struggle. Can we get some help here? So uh, I think, it. you know, you need it. Like, last week, Bobby Wanner had that uh, block field goal attempt, but I didn't really do much. But you need plays like that, you know, that just kind of, like, give you life, get you excited. Like, that. They, you were watching the game from, the, from, from home, the broadcast. Like, there's things I missed. Did it feel like there was any life out there? Were people excited? Were people the sideline? Like, it just feels dead. I mean, and one of the things that was, was like, just eye-catching was your tweet when you said that people were leaving, leaving the stadium at the seven-minute mark. And I've never – I haven't seen that from Ram fans in a while since – at least since Sean McVay's been the coach. They were I haven't seen that. Right. And they were booing. And so that was that was pretty pretty rough to to watch, but I I think eventually someone has to fire this team up. Like some, it sounds like there's no life to this team right now, and I think they're gonna start feeling the criticism. And I I know that you know we talked about Jalen Ramsey and his him being vocal, and you you love seeing that from the players, but I think what some of the fans are going to want, especially down the, the stretch is that you're fighting to end the season and that you, you show that you have, you know, some, something left in you to give it all. And, and as you talked about earlier with, with Bobby Wagner, at least you're going to get it from him and he's going to lead the way with, with that. But it, it's kind of concerning to see that there wasn't a lot of life in terms of it, it, it basically felt like they gave up on the season today because Stafford wasn't there, and that yeah. was pretty bad to see. But I wanted to share this just because it uh, from for Daniel Calderon. He says, "Y'all, y'all might be the only Rams channel with insights, so <laughs> you gotta you gotta have lives a bit longer than thirty minutes." So, okay. yeah, I mean, un unfortunately, uh, uh, Gilbert only is only able to give us about twenty minutes because he's there live from SoFi. So and then they kick him out and he's got to work on his stories and got other responsibilities. But we do appreciate the feedback that we get from the fans and then also the time that Gilbert gives us because uh, he's got locker room access and he's giving us the insight as you talked about, Daniel. So that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, uh, we'll 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 end with this. Give give me your final thoughts. I know yeah. it's been kind of somber tonight, uh, but we kind of expect I mean, we both picked the Rams to win this game, uh, even, even as, uh, even knowing that this might be the battle of the backups. Um, but yeah. it, it, it was tough to watch tonight. Um, but just give me your final thoughts on, on this loss. And as we look ahead to the saints. Yeah. First of all, shout out to Daniel for the kind words there. You know, I feel like I'm not bringing my best performance today. Cause I, I feel like I, I feel defeated. This offense is, is, is a struggle to watch, you know, I feel uh, like I got to be Bobby Wagner here yeah, and yeah, fire yeah. you up, man. I, I don't think I've given you enough tonight. So yeah. Uh, you know, but uh, my final takeaway is this because at some point you got to get away from the football side of it because 
they're being consistent offensively. Like, you know, they hover around like 300 yards total, you know, under 70 yards rushing. Cooper Cup gets the bulk of it. What, 15, 16 points? Like, they did it again today, right? And then, and then Rob Havenstein says, like, can we just get a game where we get 70 plays? They, they had 60 plays today. And I checked. And the last time they had a game where they had over 60 or 70 plays was week four against the, against the 49ers. They lost that game, but at least they, had, they sustained drives. They're not sustaining drives because when you don't have long drives, you can't get everybody involved. And for some reason, maybe this is where I should be a little more fair for Sean McVay. He's trying to get people involved with a bunch of carries and the running game, the quarterback, all that, because he wants to get people touches, but there's no long drives. And I think, you know, that's what I take away. But outside from the football part, I think that was my first point. Victor, like, Rob Havenstein, what, after the Cowboys game, got a players-only meeting for the for the offensive line to figure it out. That didn't really work. Jalen Ramsey being critical of the offense last week, that didn't work. Cooper Cup saying, calling out kind of the coach. I think he's calling out the coach, but everybody. Give me innovation. That didn't work. So people are trying different things here. And at some point you get frustrated and, and, and you know, what can you really do? Like, I, I can't figure out what they could do. Uh, you know, it could be I could say, hey, just pick a running back and make it simple. Uh, but it's not working. And, and, and maybe it's just the players. And it's, it's a little bit of both because. At some point, like we kept waiting for this to catch up for the Rams, right? Like you win the Super Bowl. You're giving away your first round picks. You're bringing in current talent. And, and then it's like, okay, well, where's the salary cap? Like you eventually you got to pay the price, right? We're all wondering, we're gonna, you got to pay the price here. And I think it's the season. Like reinforce, reinforcements never came. They got hampered by injuries. They're trying these players only meetings. Uh, they're, they're just, they're just trying everything here. And I think, you know, other thing too about it too, if they're like, Sean McVay's grandfather passed away, and we just kind of like forgot about it. And like, hey, dude, fix the off, fix the offense. That's life. Right. Things happen, and, and it's, I think it's kind of taking a toll uh, for for many reasons, many areas. And it's just one of those seasons where it's just lost. And I think just start thinking about the mock drive. Start thinking about that second round pick that, that the Rams have, and, and look forward to next year because it's hard to admit it, but this team is not going to the playoffs. I, I think I'm ready to say that. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna go off of what Daniel said says here, and it's it's about talent. I think I think we underestimated the fact that all the talent that they lost over the offseason, and we just assumed that they were gonna be fine this year going into, you know, and, and they were gonna pick right back up. And I think the other thing we're seeing is that Chong Mivey, without his weapons, just like every other coach, you know, you need you need talent and he doesn't have that right now. And he's struggling to figure things out because this is the first time that he under with the Rams that he has to deal with that. And so, you know, just you just have to you just have to deal with it this season, learn from it and then and then get ready for for the offseason and then make sure that you, and you're glad at this point that you didn't trade some of those picks because at least you'll be able to have those picks to be able to either get more talent and develop your own talent so yeah. um and then we'll we'll get to I know this is going to be hard for both of us because uh, you asked me who was going to be the 12 pack of beer uh, player of the game. And honestly, I didn't have anybody for you. And I don't think I have one for you as of right now. So if you have one, please go ahead and share it with us. Uh, I don't want you to want to look at the stat sheet to give kind of an easy uh, beer of the game. And for sure, it's rolling rocks today, Victor. This is yes. uh, 
uh, perhaps Blue Ribbon Day. It's uh, anything you could think of. Uh, Simper times. Anything that, that costs a dollar. I don't know. Uh, Cobra. Uh, the King Cobra. The, the, the malt liquor. I don't know. Or Four Locos. Anything you can think of that's bad. You're, you're taking that today. And I'm trying to think who, who made a play out. Who made a play out there? Like, Here, wh why don't I give you one? I'll go since since I kind of gave you guys a, a guy to go yeah, with this yeah. for fantasy. It's Tyler Higby. He led all receivers and and catches today. He had seven receptions. Uh, let me check what else he did. He 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 had a couple of things here. Uh, he did pretty well in terms of uh, he. What did, what did he have? I'm trying to check. He had eight catches for actually I I uh, eight catches for 73 yards. So there you go. I mean, he gave you some good fantasy points if you if you picked them off the waiver wire there. So I'll, I'll go with Tyler Higby. He'll get he'll get some of that beer pong beer. Uh, but with that, uh, and then uh, just give it to give me the give it to Matt Gay. I don't care. Give it to Matt Gay. You made your field goals, man. <laughs> Whatever. There us go. That's that's my pick. Uh, but before you go, please plug plug plug. Uh, give, give us uh, let us know what you're working on, and then uh, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, definitely check out my stories at the Orange County Register, LA Daily News, or follow me on Twitter at gmonson24. I link out all the stories, and yeah, I think that you, you you promoted the story here. The first one I wrote was uh, needing needing improvements, needing innovation. What what's gonna happen with Cooper Cup? And then I think right now I'm just gonna do like a notebook on the defense, uh, the Stafford uh, being out. So. Uh, but I think uh, tomorrow I'm gonna save that Bobby, Bobby Wagner story from my Rams review story. Uh, because that's, that's, I think that was very telling. They're like, "Hey, it's not a playoff season, but you better be better be professional. You better come to play and have pride on my watch." So, uh, Bobby Wagner was pretty serious about that. Uh, and before we go, I just want to give a shout out to Daniel Calderon and Danny Ferrijo who were on the comments, comment, commenting, and uh, giving us some feedback tonight. We appreciate that. So, with that, Gilbert. Uh, Get us out of here and uh, get home safely. Stay positive, uh, viewers of House of Horns, and be happy for me because I get to go to New Orleans next week. I, I like going to New Orleans, so some positive vibes there. But on that note, ya nos vamos, pues, vámonos.